second stage. Losses on Wall Street, Dow down 228, NASDAQ drops 220, S&P down 46. Nationals are going after the Dodgers again tonight. NFL training camp getting underway across the league, including in Ashburn. 7 o'clock. Fire fatigue. I am just very exhausted. Trump back in Washington. One historic humiliation after another on the world stage. Mega Millions dreams. Student debt, family, friends, vacation homes somewhere. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In central California, fire crews are making progress in battling a wildfire near one of the country's most popular national parks. CBS's Steve Futterman. The Oak Fire is now 26% contained. Still, the fight is far from over. There's brush that has been on the ground for years now that is just tinder dry. The big concern is the possible threat to Yosemite National Park. Rick Carhart is with Cal Fire. Now, at least one of the main roads into Yosemite is closed inaccessible, but we don't believe that the fire is going to get into Yosemite. More than 40 structures have been destroyed. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Oregon's governor has declared a state of emergency due to extreme heat. Portland's KOIN-TV meteorologist Steve Pierce. Pushing up further towards the century mark. I expect the high today to be right around 101 degrees. It climbed over 90 in the Seattle, Washington area. Several inches of rain in the St. Louis area flooded streets and homes overnight. Fire Chief Dennis Jankerson says there was one fatality in a flooded car. About and 70 different rescues slash assist of civilians in the area. Former President Trump delivers remarks in Washington, D.C. for the first time since leaving office and just hours after his former vice president did the same. Former President Trump stuck to familiar talking points, including attacks on Democrats and illegal immigrants. Sending in people into a country that will cause problems for us for decades to come. Without announcing a run for president, he told the crowd of MAGA supporters he'd have more to say. His remarks came just hours after Pence said Republicans shouldn't look backwards. I think the time has come to offer a bold, positive agenda to bring America back. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. In an exclusive interview with CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell, Dr. Caitlin Bernard, who according to Indiana Records is the doctor who provided a non-surgical abortion to a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio, speaks for the first time about the death threats she's received. Have you felt threatened? Yes. It shows how, you know, abortion, instead of being part of health care, which it is, um, a needed life-saving procedure, which it is, has been used to create a wedge between people politically and personally. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 229 points. Now this. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. It's 7.03 on Tuesday, July 26th, 2022. 76 degrees down to the mid-60s to low 70s. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Jenny Glick. The top local story we're following at this hour, a retired Baltimore City police officer was the victim in a shooting. Now he's accused of sexually abusing kids at a daycare center operated by his wife. And she's his accused attacker. 57-year-old James Weems Jr. was shot inside a hotel room at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in D.C. on Thursday. The suspected shooter 
his wife, 50-year-old Shantiri James. At the time of the shooting during a standoff with police, Shantiri James accused her husband, a retired Baltimore City police officer, of sexually abusing children at her Owings Mills daycare center. According to court documents, she told police she wanted to shoot herself, and when asked if someone else was in the hotel room with her, she's quoted as saying, F him, he's a child molester. The investigation into allegations of abuse continue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The last of our region's school mask mandates is over. WTOP has learned that Prince George's County Public Schools lifted its mask mandate July 1st, making them optional inside all schools and other facilities. A short email was sent to county staff that afternoon asking for everyone to exercise good judgment and support whatever choice their colleagues make about wearing a mask. Back in February, Prince George's County Public Schools CEO Monica Goldson said in an email to parents she anticipated lifting the school system's mask mandate by the end of the school year, but ultimately did not lift it before summer arrived. John Dome in WTOP News. Montgomery County's Board of Education has quashed a plan to open the county's first ever charter school. The board voted 7-1 against opening a business-centered charter school in Gaithersburg that would have been open to both middle and high school students. Board member Judith Daca had several concerns. I still have a concern about the enrollment. Uh, it means, in my mind, it means a lot of transportation is going to be involved because of the location. Superintendent Monifa McKnight recommended the board give the project conditional approval, which would require the county to gather more information about its budget impact by next summer. This is the second straight year that the board has voted against opening the charter school. A national surge of salmonella cases linked to live poultry is not sparing the D.C. area. The CDC reports the bacteria has spread to 48 states since early February, infecting nearly 600 people. And Fairfax Now reports the state health department says as of a week ago, there have been 11 cases reported in Virginia, including two in northern Virginia. Eight of the cases have been tied to exposure to live poultry and one led to a hospitalization. Tips for avoiding salmonella include always washing your hands with soap and water after touching live poultry, their eggs or anything in the area where they live and roam. The city of Alexandria wants to improve traffic flow along a busy stretch of roadway, but some folks who live in surrounding neighborhoods are worried solving one problem will cause another. This is Duke Street, right near the entry ramp to Telegraph Road, which connects to the Beltway. For years, neighbors on side streets here have dealt with cut-through traffic. The city has long-term plans to rebuild these service roads and little turnarounds that cause daily congestion. But some are concerned about plans for a new traffic light on Duke and that it would bring a new round of cut-through traffic through the neighborhoods off Duke Street. In Alexandria, Neil Oikenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, imagine the functions on your iPhone showing up on your car's dashboard screens. We'll talk about Apple's plan with WTOP car guy Mike Paris. It's 7.07. Here's Katherine Jennings. Lead scientist at the Applied Science Research Center and senior manager for the life sciences team at Noblis on Evolving Biosurveillance in the Post-Pandemic Era, sponsored by Noblis. And so if we're using whole genome sequencing in addition to PCR, we're able to characterize what those mutations are, where they're occurring, and what they mean in the biology of the virus. 
especially as it relates to causing disease. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Nobles. Tackling national challenges that continue to rise and change rapidly can be difficult. Nobles can help. Nobles brings together the best of science, technology, and engineering to solve complex challenges, like improving transportation, 